0: up on the pod we discussed the missouri meth man cosby defends r kelly and then 18 things not americans don't understand about american culture as well as the movie we are reviewing today 007 die another day yeah fucking race you want a movie
1: All right, Caitlin
2: is giving all she can give And Calvin doesn't even know where he is
1: This is Real Buzz Takes With the
0: Real Buzz Crew Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes, episode 98. We are the Real Buzz 2. I'm Real Buzz Rob. Who are you? My
1: name is Pussy Galore. I must
0: be dreaming. And to my left we have Keenan, aka Keenan the Cannibal, aka Cannabis Keenan, aka Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. What's wrong
1: about you? Yeah. How so? I thought Christmas only comes once a year.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: I think Pierce Brosnan was the king of the innuendos. like the the innuendo ban the innuendo banter between uh, female counterparts that hey, he- have very sexual. Oh my God! He and he, there were so many in this he movie. He dropped some
2: great ones in this one. Some of the best. And for how old he looked in this, I—I I mean, we're gonna get into it. But Pierce Brosnan, man, he's still suave as fuck. Oh, yeah. I, I still buy it every time. He's—it's a little uncomfortable post-me too movement. Some oh of the yeah, shit he's doing. Oh yeah. But back in 2002, it was the Bush years, and we were all about it. Baby. That was
0: all fly. No, and the, I yes, like the to thing. keep my tip up. No, oh, <laughs> that was a terrible Pierce Brosnan. Here's, here's the thing. Pierce Brosnan is a great James Bond. He's been in bad James Bond movies. Yes. He's,
2: and I would even say, I mean, this, this movie is not good by any means, no, but I had a fun time This is one of the worst. Loved today. it. Yeah, Lo- I mean.
0: Entertainment value off yeah, the charts. As yeah. far grading it uh, uh, as a Bond film,
1: that's so good.
2: Of, yeah. One of the worst Bonds, but. Maybe the. That's why we're doing it on this
0: podcast. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let, hold on. Before we get that, let's get into The news.
2: The news.
0: There it is. I literally just need to move that drop up to where it's more accessible because I have this issue every week. Trying to find that news drop? Yes,
1: but it's
2: fine. You know, one of these times you'll move it up and then you won't be able to find it. All right.
0: Top story of the week. Missouri Meth Man. A Stone County resident in Missouri was under arrest on Friday for posting a catalytic catalytic converter for sale on Facebook Marketplace. On the table in the background of the photo of the catalytic converter sat 48 grams of meth and uh, an illegal firearm. What? 48 grams of meth. Uh, uh, Also, a bent spoon, a syringe, uh, and like I said, an unregistered handgun.
2: That guy wasn't sleeping for weeks.
0: He was shooting up meth. Like, I mean, he didn't, he wasn't just crushing it up and snorting it, you know, like a regular white trash piece of shit. He was like shooting it up. Oh, geez. Uh The post was reported by one of the finer citizens of the Stone County Sheriff, uh, of Stone County to the sheriff who is Doug Rader. Rader then assigned a detective to the case and the meth man was Miranda-sa- Mirandized. Mirandized.
2: <laughs> Going for that alliteration Yes, there. the
0: meth man was Mirandized. Yeah. the The...
2: Human Torch was denied a bank loan.
0: Uh, sheriff Raider advised to the general public, "Quote: Take note. If you're selling items on social media, make sure your drugs are not in the background." Yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate for that guy. Well, honestly, I appreciate the sheriff being forthcoming with his advice about your drugs. Like he's he's being he's giving you a fair chance. He's like, "Hey, man, I want you to be able to use drugs and post things on Facebook Marketplace. Just make sure you don't mix the two together." So here's my question: Shoot, was he actually?
2: trying to sell the 48 grams of meth. Did he know what he was doing? It was like, hey, come get my Cadillac converter. Catalytic converter. Whatever. And then he sees, uh, uh, you know, but he puts the picture there of the meth thinking people aren't going to check, but really someone's like, oh, I see the meth in the background. I want to
0: buy the meth. That's dumber than what he actually did because it's Facebook marketplace. That's true. I mean, it it would be dumber if he thought he was going to get away with selling meth on Facebook as opposed to accidentally leaving meth Albeit uh, 48 grams so that, that, that's, that's not a lot a, of meth that's I not a like.
2: little meth i feel, i don't know what 48 grams of meth would look like but it, it, you know but, i'd imagine that it would be it would you'd, you'd be able to see 48 grams of weed in the background yep. so uh well
0: i'll tell you this uh breaking bad was accurately depicted what meth looks like in the baggies like oh, it's just fair. a big old baggie of meth. i've seen that show yeah okay that's what it looks like all right and it's blue then uh, it uh, it was. I don't think meth really I, is blue. Uh, it was a an off color of blue or purple, one of the two. Okay, so okay. Uh, that 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 did stand up. All right, moving All right, on. Well, hey,
2: don't sell drugs on Facebook Marketplace. Uh,
0: the sheriff gave you full notice. Yeah, do your drugs. He 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 supports you doing meth. Just don't do your
2: drugs. Don't take pictures of
0: them. Exactly. Yeah. Bill Cosby defends R. Kelly. Bill Cosby has come to the defense of recent R. Kelly convictions by saying Kelly was, quote, railroaded. Robert Sylvester Kelly, I like to call him Sylvester the molester. Oh! Uh, oh. That's cherry picking. That was too easy. Uh, Robert Kelly on Monday was convicted of sexual exploitation of a child, bribery, racketeering, and sex trafficking, faces 10 years to life in prison. Cosby blames the prosecuting attorney, Gloria Allred, and systematic racism for a, quote, an all-out assault on successful black men. Cosby also thinks Kelly has strong grounds to appeal the conviction. Jesus. (laughs) And, God damn, can we just put Cosby back in jail? Yeah, no shit, man. What is he doing? When he got out, I was told he was, like, on death's door and, like, blind, had no idea what was going on, was just going to go away, and now he's on tour. He's on tour? He's doing a tour. He's doing a comedy tour, and he's talking about R. Kelly and how R. Kelly's innocent. Like, I get why he can relate to R. Kelly. I do. Oh, absolutely. If there's
2: anybody that could relate to R. Kelly, it's Bill Cosby. But I'm sure Bill Cosby's like, hey, man, just get yourself a lawyer like I did, or have him fuck up the chain of command. Ooh, the
0: pudding. Yeah, it's... I, I just that,
2: no. that pisses off the people on the Mizzou forums, right? Oh, they no, they Co-
0: they absolutely despise our Cosby impressions. Yeah, they think they're not only inaccurate but also offensive.
2: Well, I, if I'm offending anybody, it is Bill Cosby because I sound nothing like him.
0: If I offend Bill Cosby, I'm actually I feel better about it. Yeah, him. that's okay I have with no me. No issue with I'm that. A, yeah is is he really just trying to? I mean, don't get me wrong. He'd already tarnished his legacy beyond repair at this point, but he's really trying to tarnish his legacy and take a shit on it. And then be, I don't get it.
2: Doubling, tripling down.
0: Like what, what could benefit from him publicly saying and supporting R. Kelly? Like what, what could, what benefit, what is he doing? He's just, he's old as shit, man. He's just
2: old as shit. Yeah. He's probably shitting himself all the time, getting confused.
0: Yeah. All I know is, uh, but it sounds like he he's not confused about where he stands in this uh, in this situation. No, I think he's literally stuck back in time. I I a hundred percent believe he doesn't think he did anything wrong, which is why his pathology is as fucked up as it is. He actually believes he's innocent of charges brought against him. He doesn't see what he anything wrong with what he did. Yeah, fuck Bill Cosby. Yeah, I I'm there too. That being said, though, if someone gave me a free ticket and I wasn't paying him. I would definitely check out the show because what is he going to say?
2: Oh, absolutely. What
0: on earth is is he, he going to address the whole I I would be genuinely curious.
2: Oh, somebody's going to leak the footage once he once he does go out there. Somebody's going to record.
0: I'm not paying You'll for a ticket, out. but if someone was like, "Hey, I found a ticket on the sidewalk, already paid for." It, I'd be like, "All right, I'm going to check out 20 minutes of this because what could he possibly say?"
2: Yeah. Old Bill Cosby.
0: Yeah. Old fucking um What was his name on the Cosby show? Cliff Huxtable.
2: Yeah, Cliff Huxtable.
0: What was his wife's name? But I ain't go to hell, man. Exactly, Anna Cosby. Uh, no. What was his wife's actual name? The lady who played Claire Huxtable.
2: Fuck, if I know.
0: Rashida something.
2: Rashida Jones.
0: No, that's that's yeah, the, no, the that's, lady from. Uh, that's Quincy
2: Jones's daughter. Yes, it is. Yeah, Rashida Jones. Very fine.
0: Like her a lot, and yeah. also very talented. Great, very she's talented. very funny. I should say that. Ah, but I mean, she's also very attractive. There's nothing wrong with very pretty lady. Yeah,
2: very talented, very funny.
0: All right, moving on. We don't. So, in light of, I didn't find another news story that I really thought was worth talking about. What I did find was something very interesting: an article on the internet that this is 18 things that non-Americans don't understand about American culture. And I read as I was reading through these 18 things, I found I either like was really agreed with them or was vehemently against them. Okay. So number one. Why don't they use the metric system? And uh, another thing, why the fuck is the month first and not the day when we use our dates? We say three twenty eighty nine as opposed to twenty three eighty nine. Yeah. Uh,
2: the the and again, it this goes s- with the way we say it when we say it out loud. We say I was born November 4th. Yep. So eleven four.
0: So I'm kind of on our side there. I the yeah, month I am the too. month first thing I completely it's I get pretentious. You fucking. Brits. Yeah.
2: The metric. Oh, sy- the six of January.
0: Yeah. Get you out of here.
2: It's January 6th. That's the, my brother's birthday.
0: The metric system beef, I understand. Um, yeah, but I'm
2: too far gone at this point. Yeah. I'm uh, not going to start doing shit in kilometers and meters, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't I don't like it. I don't know why. Just because I grew up with that. If they were like, hey, we're going to teach your kids the metric system, I'd be like, okay.
2: Yeah, I, 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 like I wouldn't be me. like, no. Yeah, but I, I've been doing shit in feet and inches my whole life, you know? I can't change that up.
0: Uh, the second thing that they find strange about American culture is the important the importance of sports in college.
2: Yeah, you know, I get that. That's probably not a big thing. They they have their Oxford rowing teams and shit like that.
0: Yeah, but they, I mean, they're not nationally televised. They don't rank them. They don't have the the There's rowing no the rowing team playoff. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It, we do. I would argue we put more importance on sports than the actual education in most institutions.
2: I would agree with that,
0: which uh, I'm part of the problem of because I watch college football every Saturday. See, I I've lost pretty much
2: all interest in college sports. I mean, I'll watch Mizzou games every now and then. uh, I'll watch some bowl games, but uh, you know, NFL Sundays, I'm all about that.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't leave the the TV room on Sunday. I'm pretty
2: much not getting shit done on Sunday. Nope. Not during football season. Got the red zone, got the chiefs. The best is when the Chiefs play like Sunday night, so you can watch Red Zone all day. See,
0: I hate the Sunday night. I'm anticipating the game all day. I, I like it when they play early. I can get it yeah. over with and enjoy or not enjoy or get over whatever happens.
2: I just really enjoy watching red zone from like noon to six thirty on Sundays.
0: Yep. And um, you keep going.
2: Oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Next commercial, but a commercial never comes. Never comes. And, so you shit your pants right there on the couch.
0: Only scoring place, which I'm pro. I'm pro shitting your pants on the couch. Oh yeah, 100. percent You yeah. got to see those scoring plays. Oh yeah, you got two dogs. They'll clean it up for you. Uh, yeah, and you know it's not. We live <laughs> by so ourselves. Gross. We live by ourselves. Exactly. Who has, Who cares? Exactly. I, I can live with my own but, shit on my floor I'm and my couch. Just hose down
2: my living room yeah, later on. It's who fine. Gives a shit? You
0: can always burn the couch. That's right. It's fine. That's right. Football's more important. The number three, homecoming. They don't understand what homecoming is. Which again, that goes to the college thing. Yeah, like school dances and shit. Allegedly, Missouri came up with this. I've heard about that. Allegedly, they uh, they take credit for coming up with homecoming. The entire every school has it now. Yeah. Missouri their claim to fame is we came up with homecoming.
2: Yeah, people wanted to go back to Columbia.
0: Yeah. Which I I Have
2: don't Have you
0: ever c- gotten to a homecoming? for mizzou yeah of course
2: like since you've been out of school you mean yeah yeah, yeah. you go down for homecoming oh yeah of I
0: mean, uh, probably at least four or five really oh yeah
2: uh i've never been up back up to maryville just
0: for the football game i don't you know i'm not going like but I, what else is this right yeah
2: but yeah like i mean mary uh, northwest missouri state very good at college football i don't go back for homecoming yeah that's
0: true they are very good you know one of the best division two schools yeah uh number three or sorry four number four hoas They aren't really a thing outside the United States and it baffles people that they don't like we don't have permissions to do certain things to our own homes, (laughs) which I agree with. This is what I agree with.
2: Yeah, I think HOAs are bullshit.
0: Yeah, I think
2: I I own a home, but there's no HOA.
0: Yeah, good. As an American, if I own my property. I don't want a group of uh, a, some sort of entity around the neighborhood telling me what I can and can't do on my fucking property. Now, the city might tell me I can't do shit, but I, my neighbors aren't going to be able to tell me shit. It's one thing if the city does it. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's the city. But if my neighbor is like, yeah, your fucking lawn is you know, not up to par, I'm like, go fuck yourself. Exactly. I'm going to let it grow an extra week now, fuckface. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. Uh, number six. Number six. Not in, and I I agree with this as well. Not including tax on retail items. If something is 20 dollars on the price tag and it's 2150 when you get to the counter, just mark it as 2150.
2: Yeah, that would be nicer. I do I I'm old enough now that <laughs> most cities around here like I knew Lee Summit sales tax was like 7 cents or some shit so I could do the math in my head and be like, all right, this will be I I could get close to what it would be with yeah. tax, you know. But it's still
0: bullshit. Um Number seven, tipping culture. Uh, I, okay, I understand why other cultures don't get tipping cultures because I think they actually give uh, waiters and waitresses and people in the service industry a livable wage. Right. So the reason why we tip is because they're, they make $3 an hour. They make below the minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. And they literally depend on tips. Right. Which, when you think about it, is that's the restaurant. Like you'd think restaurants would be doing better since they don't pay their workforce anything. I don't know. I don't know. I I've lived. I off know of nothing tips. about it. I'm I'm speaking bullshit. I I've don't know off of tips
2: before. And, uh, it's, it sucks when you get people that don't understand tipping culture. No, but, I mean, I, it's, it's too far gone in America at this point. Yeah, there's it, no way they're going to change it's that. It's not up. going back. Uh, and I, t- I tip, I tip you my know, barber. Tip. Yeah.
0: I tip the lady cuts my hair. Yeah. Uh, and that being said, the haircut's not cheap. So I'd, Really not sure why I do that. I don't understand. It depends. So if the hair, the person who's cutting your hair, if they rent that spot and they literally only make what they earn, I get it. But if they're paid an hourly wage, actually, I don't know. I don't know. I
2: was always told when I was growing up, tip your barbers. So I, I, no, I, do. I, I always I've always do. done that. And I like, like my, the people I like the lady who cuts my hair. At Sonic, though, that bring your shit to no, your car? No, fuck them. No, I don't tip them. I used to when I was a kid.
0: I'll, they can keep the change, I guess. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. If it's if, if it's you know four sixty five, I'll give him a five. I'm like, yeah, keep it. I, yeah. I'm not worried about that. I don't yeah. want coins.
2: I just got all of Sonic pissed off at us. Yeah, no,
0: but, but I'm like, I'm not gonna tip them twenty percent. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, number nine. I guess we skipped eight. I somehow I thought didn't, that was eight. Uh, maybe it was. Uh, it goes from seven to nine. I fucked something up. Uh, Jumbo sized drinks intended for one person to drink. I'll. I am this guy. I buy the largest, like, if I go to Quick Trip, if I go to a gas station, any kind of convenience store, I always buy the largest fucking cup because it's the best value. It is.
2: It's the value proposition it's at the, that point.
0: Yes. Like, I, I might not drink it all, and it probably doesn't end up being a value when I throw out half of it, but God damn it, it's the best value.
2: Yeah, and uh, there, there's all kinds of shit like that with, especially with the American fast food culture. Oh, yeah. Like, Super size me. It's cheaper to get, more shit in like bundles at fast food than order the shit that you actually want individually or something
0: which is why we're all fat pieces exactly. of shit
2: it's like that that taco bell they got that five dollar box
0: yeah you gotta get the box it doesn't You've make gotta any sense to get n- the box it doesn't make sense not to they give you like
2: twelve dollars worth of shit in that box yeah. so it's like all right i'll pay the five dollars i'm not gonna eat the fucking one of the things in there but or whatever. you order
0: a la carte for less food and pay more exactly fuck that yeah uh number 10 The fact that so many people don't want universal health care that people outside the united states don't understand uh why we inject capitalism into uh our health care which argument for and against i completely i can see both i tend to lean on the side of i also don't understand why we don't have universal health care i think our health care is wildly expensive i think our drug costs are wildly expensive and i think that's because of capitalism that being said There are also a lot of great things about this country that also directly come from capitalism. So you got your give and take. Yeah, your give and takes. Uh, Number eleven, how obsessed you guys are with politics and integrate it into everyday life. I completely agree with this. I think we're a more political country than most countries. Yeah, and I think we we uh, identify. We have identity politics more in this country than any other country. We. Uh, we prejudge people based on their political beliefs more so than probably anyone else in the world.
2: That's very true.
0: Yeah, you go on Facebook and you know people are like, ah, oh, the liberals or ah, oh, the the Republicans. It's that's I think that's they're correct in saying that's probably not good and that's something that Americans could probably work on. Yeah, except for me, not me. I don't do that.
2: <laughs> it's very more. It's more bloods and crips. Than, it is. Uh, the thing is, it is because in a functioning political blue system.
0: and red, it is bloods and crips. Yeah. Which I guess I guess I'm a I guess I'm a crip. I'm a cripple,
2: yeah that's the blue side yeah I'm a cripple yeah I guess that makes sense why I, that tripped me up I don't
0: know it reminds me of the South Park episode yeah yeah you guys were bird quips. <laughs> <laughs> um how long number twelve how long commutes are some Americans really think it's normal to drive for a couple hours for work I don't know about a couple hours I don't think we normalize that. 45 minutes to an hour, I think we completely normalize. Yeah, More yeah. than that, I don't think we normalize.
2: I was driving 45 minutes to work, and...
0: I drive 45 minutes to work every day.
2: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of sucks, but... It's not great,
0: do? but what are you going to do? I mean, I, I'm going to get the best opportunity if that happens to be 45 minutes from where I live. That's, that's what it is.
2: Yeah. And gives me plenty of time to listen to my podcast like Real Buzz takes.
0: Listen, you fucking cowards. There you go. Yeah. Bitches. Number, I'm just kidding. We're we're almost there. Only five more. Number thirteen. Okay. I may have done too many with eighteen, but they're all good. Number thirteen. Why they always assume everyone views things from the eyes of an American? We don't have to spend a lot of time on that. That's it's. We do that. That's a fair assessment. Moving through on. the
2: eyes of American or through the arms of an angel. Yeah,
0: yeah. or what the eyes. Yeah, through the eyes of the. Yeah, absolutely. And to and to be yeah. fair, uh, America's. I mean, we should view everything through our eyes because we that we're the best. That's right. Yeah, we know. We know everything. Uh, This is a weird one. What I will never be able to understand is this. How can it be completely normal for people to leave Amazon packages on your doorstep? Why is that weird?
2: I mean, I guess because people steal shit. What do they do in England? Or or wherever. Or anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, 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 I don't know. know. uh,
0: Apparently... Where do they put your Amazon packages?
2: I've heard about people getting their packages stolen. Sure, and you like hear that, about you know? it. I don't think it, it. It's never happened to me. It hasn't happened to me, but I I know people personally that it's happened to.
0: It's a weird crime because it's almost like you're you're going with like one of those wonder balls. You wonder, wonder, wonder what's in your wonder ball. You're just stealing a package. You yeah. have no idea what's in. No, it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> taking the risk. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I I don't know. I don't know what else you're gonna do. They got to put. If it's not going to fit in your mailbox, you're not there. I don't know. Yeah, you can check the box that says must be there for delivery. I'm not doing that shit. But then that's annoying if, in case you're not there. And then you got to go through a whole yeah, rigmarole yeah, yeah. to and get it.
0: If it gets stolen, I'll just be like, hey, it got stolen. Send me another one. And Amazon, because Jeff Bezos is worth $200 billion, will yeah. send me another one.
2: Yeah. I met this girl a couple of weeks ago who was saying that um, she lives in an apartment complex. And I guess she got a picture of, like, this is, you know, your package was delivered. But she recognized. Yeah, I get those. Yeah. She rec- she was in her apartment, but she recognized it wasn't her apartment. Like it was her neighbor's, like the next building over or some shit. Yeah, just a mistake. Um, but anyway, the neighbor had brought it, brought the package to her. But then she was like, "So now I'm going to tell Amazon that they didn't deliver it to me. It went to the wrong place. Fraud. I'm going to get a second one. Fraud. Like, oh, you're going to commit some fraud. She's like, "Oh fuck Amazon.
0: I'm definitely pro fraud against yeah, Amazon. Fuck them." Jeff a Bezos. second one of whatever Jeff Bezos has 200 billion dollars it's an unethical amount of money to have because had it not been for that neighbor
2: lady bringing the package to her then she wouldn't have got it no absolutely you know? so absolutely and the kindness of a stranger got her a second thing
0: I got an Amazon package uh, at my house that was for the neighbors directly over there and yeah. it was really heavy it was really heavy. I'm like, ugh. Oh, f- I mean, but I really like my neighbors. So yeah. I went and knocked on the door product back. I'm like, hey, this is your Amazon package. But they could have got porch. a second one. I know. I wish I would have just opened it because if it was something really valuable, they would have gotten another one anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So who am I stealing from? Bezos.
1: Jeff Bezos. Is ultimately, I will steal, from Bezos. I
0: will steal from Jeff Bezos seven, eight days a week. Unless the the where I guess this gets
2: problematic is if Bezos just fires any delivery driver that makes that mistake.
0: Oh, I wouldn't do that. And man. you report it. And yeah, then, no, no, I, would, know, I wouldn't. You're do stealing
2: that. someone's job, then? But no, no, say, that's. I wouldn't let's do that. not
0: think that's happening. I wouldn't do that. Uh, okay, number sixteen. Why kids have social pressure to leave their parents' homes at eighteen? So I guess that's uh, an American thing. Did I you think, say white kids? Oh, uh, d- did I? <laughs> I, said, I I think I said why kids. Oh, okay. I okay. did, or white kids, whatever. Yeah. Well, white kids do too. Yeah, well no white kids. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I didn't realize that this was an American thing. I guess overseas and other places, it's not abnormal for you to live with your family till your mid twenties or yeah. or for your whole life. Like in I know in Mexico, they kind of um consolidate their families into one right, house and yeah. everyone lives in the same I, that's something i I, I mean culture I, I i wouldn't i would hate that i think that this
2: goes to that whole american dream thing and just that you're supposed to do better than your parents and by the time you're 18 you've been educated and yep. now their job is done you're supposed to go to college make
0: something of yourself
2: right and, yeah. that, and i think people and you you are looked at like a loser if you still live with your parents that's 100 right? true yeah. in
0: american culture if you're uh maybe not 18 if you're 25 or 24 and you live with your family you're considered to be unsuccessful right uh and i think again it's a cultural it's an american thing i think if you go overseas it's barely normal to live with your family for an extended period of time
2: i lived with my parents a bit during my i had moved to colorado and then moved back and i was with my parents for like a year and a half almost two years um and let me tell you, trying to get laid during that period, awful you know, <laughs> you want to come back to my mom and dad's house like, oh, that's not a good line.
0: I, that's the one thing I'm not really concerned about being perceived as a loser. I'm concerned about being able to have. Yeah, sex. you and got and nobody I, to I bring can, back. Cannot you cannot know bring where, yeah. dames back to my parents' house yeah. for a couple of reasons. One, not an attractive proposition. You're like, hey, you want to come back to my parents' house and have, have some chicken, maybe some sex? Yeah. If, if you clear that hurdle,
2: I, I'm guessing I know what your number two is going to be. Because in case your mom finds out that a girl stays oh, then the yeah. next day, it's Robbie. Who's that nice young lady? Oh, my God. She's so nice. She's so pretty. Are you going to talk to her again? That's what my mom always.
0: Yeah, I know. It, yeah. It's she's like, was that one girl
2: that was coming by for a while yeah, there?
0: It, and you can't just be like, uh, mom, mom, we were just fucking. It wasn't a th- like we were, we were just having sex to have sex. I remember I was talking to my mom the other day. And she's like, "Why do you young kids just have sex to have sex?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, <laughs> "I just don't understand it. You just have sex. What it's are like, you talking about? Why would you do that? Because there's a human need to have sex." She's like, "Yeah, yeah but like, do you guys enjoy it?" I'm like, "Yeah, we do." She's like, "I do. You just from a different era. I don't get it."
2: <laughs> well, as long as I'm enjoying it, you know, who gives a shit?
0: Yeah, it's like, I, it's a human need. It's not, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not like human it, rights. Yeah, it's it, I, I, think, needs. I, I think our parents, our parents generation view sex a lot differently than we do. They view it as something like that you do to procreate and you do to uh, when you're married. Yeah. But like if you're not married and you don't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you shouldn't just be having sex with people.
2: Well, it does get inconvenient to have to carry the sheet around in my trunk with the hole in it, you know, trying to pick up random strangers. I, I'm just kidding.
0: I didn't get it. No, explain it. I I
2: used to like to make a joke. It's a stupid joke. It's from Chappelle's show, uh, I think, or something. I don't know. But like, oh, we're going to have sex. I better get the sheet with the hole in it, you know, because like you're blocking. Oh, you put your dick through a (laughs) a, a hole in a sheet. I'm sorry. It was not
0: that hard to get. And I took it took me way too long to get there. If you have a sheet with a hole in it, it is hard to get. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, Anyway. All right. Number 17. The World Series. Why is it called that? Uh I think that's a completely whatever. I, I mean that's a great question. Why do we call it the world it's it, it's It should uh, be we, the national series.
2: I mean, we there's a Canadian team that could make it. That's the that's world. That's a good
0: point. That's a good point. Yeah. So what what we need to do, and I think we could Florida do Florida as its own
2: world. Texas, you know? I agree. Yeah.
0: But I think what we could do, we could globalize baseball. I really do believe that. There's so uh, many games in a season and I and I think it would be you could make different divisions around different parts of the globe. I really think you could make baseball a globalized sport and you could have a literal World Series. I mean, you,
2: again. Well, they, there is the, uh, fuck, what is it? World Baseball Championship now? Yeah. WBC. It's like the FIFA equivalent Yeah, of but you don't, you don't have
0: America's best players playing in that.
2: Sometimes. Not really. Hosmer was in the last one.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh.
2: USA won the last one.
0: Don't hassle the Haas. Yeah. And finally, number 18, the grand finale. Why public toilets have that little gap between the doors that let people make eye contact with you while you're taking a shit. Completely agree with this.
2: I agree with that one.
0: We need to, we need to, I, and I've said this before, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I find nothing more great feeling than going into a, any kind of a restroom in a public area, whether it be a restaurant, uh, a store, and they, the, their stalls closed off. Yeah. Down to the floor. Oh my God. I just, that's the most, it's so luxurious. Like to to be able to shit outside your home and not have to worry about hearing, seeing, smelling, anything else in your vicinity from other people, it's the best. It is the best, and I think we need to normalize that in this country. I also think we need to normalize putting bidets in public restrooms i I,
2: I certainly can get behind the bidets and we need to just start building those in toilets in houses. I don't know if I'd use a public bidet Fuck the, the wall, time, build the bidets. Know?
0: They have to clean them like everything else. They have to clean the toilets. That's true. You're sitting on a toilet.
2: Yeah, it's true. It's disgusting. They yeah. have to clean them.
0: Also, I had a, rev- not a revelation, but I realized the other day, is there anything more awful than going into a stall after someone just recently took a shit, sitting on the toilet seat and feeling how warm it is? Oh, yeah. Well, it's you tell the it's, worst. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: You're just like, ugh. I run in, well, I've been working from home for a while, but the bathroom at the office, yes, I would run into Yes, this that is where sometimes. I've experienced Exactly. This.
0: And I, I just, it's kind of like stall roulette. I don't mean to pick the wrong one, yeah. but I guess I do. Yeah. And I sit down, I'm like, this is, someone got up from this 30 seconds ago.
2: So there there were three stalls in the bathroom where I work. And every the the handicapped stall was the far right, and then the left one was right next to some urinals. So the handicapped
0: stall was the Donald Trumps.
2: That one was always taken first. Okay. And then the one to the far left was always taken because you don't want to take the middle one and sit, you know, right next to somebody if unnecessary. No, no, I completely agree. There's
0: absolutely etiquette into choosing stalls. But a couple times
2: I would go in and it was like either I go into this middle stall or I awkwardly leave the bathroom and just try to come back 10 minutes later and hope I get a Mm. different stall. Depends on how urgent. So I've gone, I started going to the middle one and it turns out, I guess everybody had that mindset because the middle stall was always the cleanest, never a... Never a stray pube anywhere. Oh, that's fascinating. Nobody ever used it. So then I started being the weirdo that would just use the middle stall. I would too. Because I knew nobody fucking ever used it.
0: Uh, 100% going to start using that yeah. strategy because I think it's good.
2: Yeah. Because
0: there's nothing. like, in, like And then I, people
2: come in and then if the two stalls on the other side, they'll be like, well, I don't want to sit next to someone. So half the time they would I would hear the bathroom door open and then just close.
0: I'll absolutely rather sit next to someone while they're shitting than sh- Sit on a disgusting toilet that yeah. was just used. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you do check this. check the middle stall. I do this. I'm going to start using checking at yeah. least the middle stall. I don't know if you do this. I do this it, when uh, if there's multiple stalls open and I look in and I look down at the, the porcelain and there's just streaks all over the bottom of the bowl. I don't use it. Oh no, yeah, I'll move over. It's to gross. The next one. I don't want to see. It's gross. I don't any wanna, evidence. Yeah. Because if it's if, if if it's that disgusting down there, something got in where yeah. I don't I don't I want nothing to do with it.
2: Now there's times you go you're on a road trip you go to a, a gas station. If you bathroom, don't have a
0: choice, you don't have a choice.
2: You're gonna have to shit no matter what, and then you have to do the wipe off because you see a few little P-flex, and you're like, yeah. I'm not gonna sit on that. So you wipe it off, and that sucks when you have to do that. Sometimes you have to do that.
1: Yeah,
0: no, it's it's just you try to avoid it at all costs as you should, and. In general, I think we can all just say public restrooms are fucking gross.
2: Yeah, especially at sporting events and, like, bars after 11.30. Yeah. Or 11 cr- p.m. It's just gross. If you try to shit in, a like, a bar downtown Kansas City after 11 p.m., you're in trouble. Wouldn't recommend it. You might as well walk to the closest hotel and try to shit in their lobby bathroom.
0: Yeah, or just, or if you find a house, just knock on some random stranger's <laughs> door and be like, Hey, please, c- give me the kindness, sir. I really have to shit. Yeah. All right, moving on. Got a couple of TikToks I think you're going to enjoy. Oh, TikTok uh, time. Uh, uh, Rob's TikTok around the clock. TikTok around the clock. All right. Uh, this first one is uh, a, a Russian man outside of- Why but- is he in such a hurry? <laughs> oh, that's very good. No, he's of the uh, country of Russia. No, huh? Russia. So he's uh, a tourist. He's uh, in the United Kingdom, and he's right outside uh, Buckingham Palace. And okay. he has very interesting things. I very I much I very much enjoyed this TikTok.
2: Okay.
0: Here I am, Buckingham Palace, home of Queen. Freddie Mercury House is here. Freddie Mercury, very good homosexual man. He has mustaches like Joseph Stalin. He is my
1: favorite. <laughs> here
0: I am. It's the best, right? Yeah, that's pretty that's good. That's pretty good. That's pretty that's, good. That's a great TikTok. Yeah. That's fantastic. I like that. That that was great. Home of Freddie Mercury? Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, the second one I have, um, this is, this is uh, uh, a social justice warrior that has uh, a really good message that I think everyone will enjoy, and also just really has some honesty that I think people need to hear. Okay. White people aren't racist.
1: Racists are racist.
0: Black people aren't dangerous. Criminals are dangerous. Muslims aren't terrorists. Terrorists are terrorists. Women can't drive. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that got me at the end. Oh, that's good, right? <laughs> that's that's good. a message I think we can all get behind. Yeah, that's, that's good, clean humor right there. <laughs> that's what that is. Uh, that's a good message. All right. Now that now, enough with the debauchery, 30 minutes into the episode. Uh, actually, yeah, 32 minutes. Let's get to the movie we are reviewing today. James Bond 007, Die Another Day. Release date November 22nd, 2002. Director lee tamahari before this <laughs> lee is known for mulholland falls along came a spider and an episode of oh. the sopranos after this he's known for triple x state of the union
2: that seems yeah, that right. adds
0: up yep next that nicholas cage film the devil's double the patriarch and an episode of billions okay so, i mean so... he's a working director yeah he, he's done some shit yeah none of it's been very good i mean you, depending on what episode of The sopranos he directed and uh yeah, A uh, Long Game of Spiders is actually pretty good. That's, that's that Ashley Judd film.
2: Yeah, with Morgan Freeman. Morgan I've never Freeman. seen it, but, you know. It's pretty good. I, I remember seeing the VHS cover in Blockbuster. All the time, right? Yeah, I remember back, that,
0: back too. Uh, I would argue that's his best film.
2: Okay. It's pretty good. I Yeah, I would argue this isn't his best film, and I haven't even seen all of his films, but, well, you, know, you know. He knows how to make it fun. All right, Cats.
0: Castaway. Away. Pierced Brosnan <laughs> as James Bond. And Toby Stevens as Gustav Graves. Uh, honorable mention to Rosamund Pike as Miranda Frost. Halle Berry as Jinx Johnson. Who was the writer making these names? I mean, there's a Mr. Kill in this. No, I no, I know. It's a name to die for. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, Dame <laughs> Judy Dench is M. Michael Madsen is Damien Falco. Again, what a terrible... Like, I, I kind of like it, but it also sounds like he belongs well, in a porno. Why not just make him
2: Felix Leiter, too? You've yeah. already got right. an American CIA guy. Yeah. I mean, just fucking make Michael Madsen Felix.
0: John, I thought he was. John Cleese as Q and Rick Yoon as Zhao. Yeah, Drift King. No, not Drift King. He's from the first Fast and the Furious. He's Johnny Tran. Oh, that's not DK? No, that's Johnny Tran from Fast oh, and the Furious 1.
2: Okay, okay. Well, I knew he was from Fast and the Furious anyway. He was. Okay. It,
0: it, he must have filmed these back-to-back because Fast and the, the, the original, the Fast and the Furious, came out 2001. This came out November of oh two. so these had to have been filmed back-to-back. Yeah. And, I mean, arguably, this is a much larger role for him than The Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it, especially at
2: the time. At the time. In yeah.
0: context, you would think that this, would, yeah.
2: This was the 20th James Bond movie. Yes, it this was. was a pretty prestigious one to be part of.
0: All right. Pierce Brosnan. Brosnahan. Pierce Brosnahan. Before this, known for The Lawnmower Man, Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> GoldenEye, Mars Attacks, Tomorrow Never Dies, The Thomas Crown Affair, and The World Is Not Enough. After this, known for Mamma Mia... Percy Jackson movies, The World's End, one of my favorites, Yeah, The November Man, Final Score, Spinning Man, and The Foreigner. I actually didn't hate the Thomas Crown affair with him. I oh, don't know if you ever
2: saw that. I did. I Rene did. Rene Russo's... Anyway. Do you see she's, your titties? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I remember only because uh, I walked into my parents watching it when I was fairly young, and it was Rene Russo sitting on the beach with her... Uh, her, her bosoms bre- exposed. Her, her breasticles out. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, nice. What is this movie? Nice.
2: I remember as a like, kid, what are you
0: watching, mom and dad?
2: I couldn't under, I couldn't comprehend that Pierce Brosnan wasn't actually James Bond. He uh, kind, he pretty much was though. Right, and I saw Tomorrow Never Dies. It came out in '97, yep. so I saw that in theaters, and that changed my life. I fell in love with James Bond. And then when uh, Thomas Crown Affair came out, I couldn't understand that it wasn't a James Bond movie. It was, and my parents refused to let me watch it though, yeah. and I was so fucking mad as a kid, <laughs> just like I want to watch this movie. And then it was like on HBO or something when I was like 12, I don't know, probably around this time. And I tried to watch it. And I just did not fucking understand what was happening
0: at all. No, it's...
2: Uh, Went it, back and watched it a few years it's ago. It's a heist movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's when you're that it's young... It's not
2: for children. No. You're not going to understand
0: what's It's an adult on. heist movie. And yeah. It's really a romance film more than yeah. anything else. And honestly, it's not like the James Bond in that the action set pieces are what kind of anchor the film which is why you watch it and what you enjoy as a younger person right or as an older (laughs) adult anyways hard hard it yeah I'll block that out um but yeah it, it is uh he's
2: still just as suave as James Bond that's the thing uh Pierce Brosnan a very suave guy
0: yeah I would say but you could argue he also plays the same guy in every oh yeah every like there's he doesn't have uh he doesn't have range as an actor.
2: Somehow he still is James Bond to me. He was the yeah. James Bond of my child. Daniel Craig, I can see him in other things and be like, okay, there you go, Daniel Craig. You're a good actor. Do you
0: think Daniel Craig's a better James Bond than Pierce Brosnan? Yes. I do too. Yeah. Okay. All right, Toby Stevens. Before this known for Space Cowboys and a TV adaptation of The Great Gatsby. Huh. After this known for The Walking Dead, and here's where he really... Uh, Made a lot. Of, I don't know if he made a lot of money, but kind of uh, made a cultural uh, impact. He played James Bond in radio plays in the UK for Goldfinger, Doctor No, for Russia with Love, Thunderball, on her Majesty on Her Majesty's Secret Service, really? Diamonds Are Forever, Moonraker. Live and Let Die and the Man with the Golden Gun.
2: Damn, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, he did. He played James Bond in radio plays versions of all those films.
2: That's pretty cool.
0: It is pretty cool. Yeah. And he's also in the new Lost in Space TV series on Netflix.
2: I watched that all in a season and he was fantastic in the Star Show Black Sails. But you don't like period pieces. Yeah,
0: I don't like period pieces. Great show. It's a pirate show. It's
2: a pirate show. Yeah. It's Pirates without, you know, the Disney. Yeah. It's pretty good. I liked it anyway. So it's it's like like more game of thrones
0: style but pirates
2: kind of okay there's there's no magic or anything at all though in it it's more like down to earth pirates okay right. it's 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 a kind of like a fictionalized but also not direct adaptation of treasure island by robert louis stevens Like, Long John Silver's in it and stuff like that. Oh, really? He plays Captain Flint, who is a character from that Is he the chef who fries all the fish? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Is he really? No, he's a cook, though, for a little bit. He fakes like he's a cook. Um, But then there's also, like, real people in it, too. like, uh, Fuck. Captain Hook? Blackbeard, Richard Vane, stuff like that. Uh, So I I like that show a lot. As a history buff. Was Jack Sparrow in this? And I liked the pirate movies. So, you know, I was all about it.
0: That's the thing. I don't like period pieces, but I do enjoy the the Disney pirate movies.
2: I I think we should do Curse of the Black Pearl sometime on I, this.
0: That's a great movie. Yeah, it seems the thing. But I don't think it aged well. Probably, and eh, maybe not. I don't. know. I do remember thinking that the the pirates movies were good with me because. They didn't seem like period pieces in ways that seemed like people struggled. It just seemed like they were very jovial, and you saw the. It seemed like you were in a theme park watching this Yeah, this you were, thing. You were yeah. on the ride with them. It didn't seem real at all. It didn't seem realistic. It seemed like a fantastical version of horrible things that happened, but it, everything worked out, and yeah. I, I very much enjoyed it. It was very fun. I don't like real period pieces like that are, that are historically accurate that show how it would have been like to live in those times. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that.
2: Gosford Park is not for you. No, absolutely not. Yeah, it's a boring movie, but I love it.
0: Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be like a thriller too.
2: Well, it is a kind of a murder mystery. Yeah, a uh, whodunit. Yeah, it's a whodunit. Spoiler alert: Clive Owen did it.
1: Yep.
0: Spoiler alert. <laughs> Goddamn man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Specs. <laughs> specs and deets. Yes, indeed. Clive Run. Owen.
2: Real quick, just since we brought him up. Go ahead. Would have been a good James Bond. I think. You he's think he's too old now. now. Yeah. But he would have been a good James
0: Bond. He's not. He was probably ten
2: years younger than Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, I'm glad they went with Daniel Craig. I think he, his name was being thrown around around
0: this. Slide, time. It was 100 yeah. percent was back when Daniel back in 07. Yeah, or well 05 when they were casting him. Yeah, he definitely was. Yeah, and he would have been good. Yeah, Daniel Craig was
2: good though. Yeah, Daniel Craig, fantastic. He really nails it. Almost born to play Bond. And I, at
0: the time, he wasn't that much of a household name, yeah. so I, I was he had done layer cake maybe. Which well, I didn't see Great until fucking film. Yeah. Great fucking film. That's an underrated film that a lot of people haven't seen. Go to Netflix, watch Layer Cake. It's fantastic.
2: I watched it earlier this summer. And I had seen it so before, good. but I didn't, for whatever reason, I thought, ah, it was just okay. But I watched it this summer. I was like,
0: my God. It's Fantastic. It's a really good movie. Uh, Runtime on this film. Two hours and 13 minutes. Budget. It, we can agree. It's, it was too long. I, yes. It, it was, it was too definitely long. too long. Should've, it should have been an hour 45 max. Yeah
2: but it followed that old James Bond formula and like it I'm glad that they reinvented it a bit or they went back to the drawing board with Casino Royale cuz this was still that whole after the big fight at the fucking uh Ice Palace or whatever. Yeah. They still had another 30 minutes where they had know, to get insane. on the plane and insane. do all that shit and it's like Okay, really, the climax should have just been this ice fucking palace battle.
0: And to Pierce Brosnan's credit, he said at the time, we need to get back to our grassroots. We need to stop being so fantastical and make it more down-to-earth and something that people can not relate to but think is actually possible.
2: Right, because by this time, you had had, surely, the Bourne identity. At least that one was out. God damn it, don't you call me Shirley. (laughs) At least that one was probably out. So you had more realistic right down to earth for lack of a better term uh spy thrillers yep and in this one you got james bond surfing on cgi fucking waves
0: ridiculous and also
2: once it's windsurfing once he's just normal surfing
0: like what the fuck they were (laughs) foreshadowing there's gonna be this is gonna be a surfing bond it's a callback later on no that's the thing it's they could have cut out the the entire seven minutes of him being tortured that didn't need to happen and honestly i didn't like it James Bond doesn't get captured. He yeah. doesn't get tortured. He doesn't no. get accused of leaking information. No. Yeah. No. We'll no. Get, we'll get into. Let's All right. Get sorry. This sorry. Point. You're yeah. right. Uh, budget for you: 142 million. Opened up at 47 million. to 162 million domestically. 432 million globally. Made money. James yeah. Bond. Bond. You're, it's gonna make money. There's no Bond movie that has been. I mean, if a Bond movie is only kind of successful, they think it's a failure.
2: Right. Yeah. This. I mean. And it was I, I wonder if everyone knew it was gonna be Brosnan's last one. I'm pretty sure he said he wanted to do one more. I think he was surprised when he didn't get offered to do one
0: more. Uh, yeah, but I think the critical reception to this one, they just wanted to start. Yeah, fresh. you need to go in a new direction. Which not Pierce's fault. No, I, not. I, I blame the broccoli's. The, I always called it Broccoli when I was younger. I'm like, their name can't be Broccoli. But it really it is. is yeah. It is. Barbara Broccoli. Barbara. It's, yeah. It's, it's like, oh, it's, it's Ruth Radish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's Ruth Radish. Oh, that's funny. Barbara uh. Broccoli and Ruth Radish. And here's Charlie Culpepper. I don't know. That's, that's not even one. Anyway. Dante? Yeah. it's All right. Moving on. Plot keywords. <laughs> Wait, do we have to do net worth?
0: Oh sorry, yeah, net worth. Two chains. We for, thank you for doing that. I completely went to specs and deeds without doing it. Uh Pierce Pierce Bras <laughs> Uh well, he was Bond once. Yeah. I'm
2: gonna guess he's worth fifty million British pounds sterling. Two hundred.
0: Five <laughs> million. All right. Being James Bond pays the bills.
2: No shit, man. Yeah. God, this was uh, 200 million
0: because you think, what do you know Pierce Brosnan for really other than being James Bond?
2: No, I mean, I know he was big in England, Remington Steel or some shit like that. Well, maybe he's getting residuals from that. What's
0: wild is he's not British. He's, he's Irish. Yeah. He has a very heavy Irish accent that I had no idea he had until probably five years ago. Yeah. So every time he's playing James Bond, he's he does a great job with his British accent covering up his heavy Irish accent.
2: Yeah. He's great.
0: He's very good. Yeah. I hear he's kind of a dick, but
2: Really? Yeah. That's whatever. unfortunate. I don't care.
0: Uh, actually, I don't know. This is according to James Corden.
2: Oh. Well, I feel like James Gordon would be a dick.
0: Yeah, James Gordon <laughs> apparently was at a U2 concert and Pierce Brosnan was there and Pierce Brosnan, I don't know, like pushed him away so he could get in front of him to see U2 better. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I
2: if know. you're at a U2 concert, you're kind of all agreeing that you're all dicks. Yeah, anyway, exactly. Right? If,
0: you're, if you're at a U2 concert, you're a piece of shit anyway. Yeah. And all my
2: right. dad loved U2, but I'm still, I you know.
0: I'm Bono.
2: Yeah. I'm
0: gonna bot no
2: my body uh all right toby stevens uh well he just was on that black sales show i don't know i might as well say it right here i thought he did a great job in this fantastic yeah he's very good um and i really liked him in black sales pretty much i agreed to watch it or started watching that show because I knew he was in it and I remembered him from this and I was like, Oh, yeah. that's a good actor. I'll so check back it out. in
0: the day you watched that show because you recognized Toby right. Stevens I was like as okay. Gustav Grace. Yeah. That's
2: that guy from that Bond movie. Yeah. And, Die Another uh, Day uh, He course. does a great job in that. I hope he's worth some fazools for him. Sure. I'm gonna guess ten million though? Four. Four. He's okay. doing all right. Yeah, good for him.
0: I, I just realized uh Die Another Day is the ultimate dad movie.
2: Why? Why do you say? Oh, because it's die another day. (laughs) It's a stupid joke. Yeah, there you go. That's
0: a dumb joke. That is the dad movie. Uh, That's the ultimate dad movie. Die another day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, I'm on fire today. (laughs) Plug keywords. (laughs) The first one, unfortunately, was interracial sex. Why is that unfortunate? Oh no, not not that. Because why? (laughs) Why do we need to address it? Okay. I thought, yeah,
2: I took it like, oh man. Unfortunately,
0: <laughs> people of different races fucked in this movie. That's how I thought you. No, that's it. not how well, I meant it. Fucked up, Robbie. No, I meant we. Why do we address the fact? It's fine. People. I, fuck. I
2: would say, fortunately, that scene was in there.
0: Yeah, it was a good yeah. one too.
2: Halle Berry, man.
0: And oh yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Halle's berries.
0: hallie's berries. Number two, shaken not stirred. That fits. Number three, cat fight. <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
2: unfortunately,
0: yeah, cat fight. (laughs) Number four, Ice Palace. And number five, Sexual Innuendo. I think that should have been number one. That probably should have
2: been. (laughs) Uh, Funny in the cat fight, uh, definitely shows that this was 2002 because all of a sudden, Miranda Frost shows up. She's just wearing a bra, and then an Olympic fencer, just wearing a just bra wearing a bra and, and her nipples kind of visible through it. I'm pretty sure I was I, like, is that her titty? Is that a nipple? I didn't hate it. Yeah. I mean, it was good. But then Halle Berry, she's wearing military fatigues, yep. but Miranda Frost cuts it. So then she's got to take it off. So these chicks are pretty much half naked fighting in swords in a plane. I was just like, okay, they had to lose their clothes. In order to do this fight, because I completely understand why two thousand two why
0: people would be like, "Hey, we should maybe not do that." But I also wasn't like, I watched. I wasn't it. mad about yeah, it. No, like I watched yeah. it. All right, tag lines. Uh, pretty boring. Nothing good. Uh, the first one was events don't get any bigger than dot dot dot, and then it'd be Pierce Brosnan as James Bond and die another day. It's terrible. Events. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, that's yeah, that's terrible. terrible. And then the, the second one is Bond ellipses. James Bond, man, they could have done so many different things with this. Yeah. That they didn't. I think what they should have done is, um, what was the line that Miranda Frost said, uh, uh, death for dinner, sex for breakfast. Yeah. Great tagline.
2: No opposite sex for dinner and death for breakfast.
0: I think it's death for dinner, sex for breakfast.
2: No, because the next morning they have sex at night and then the next morning she goes, it really is death for breakfast. Or something like that. Oh,
0: you're right. Yeah. Well, anyways, whatever that line yeah. was, whatever that iteration, that's a good tagline. Yeah. I guess you can't really put sex <laughs> in a tagline.
2: Or you could put, he chose to die another day. I that's, mean, pretty that. that's pretty something good. That's pretty good. Something like that.
0: Yeah. That's Some that's fucking. That's way better than events don't get any bigger than ellipses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Events don't get any bigger. What about the State Fair? That's a pretty big event. That's a big event. What yeah. about Bonnaroo? Yeah, Bonnaroo. Jesus Christ. Woodstock 99. Yeah, what about Woodstock 99? That's that was a big, a big event, event. Uh, from what I understand. Yeah. I, I still need to watch that doc. got to watch the doc, man. I need to man. do it, man. Peace, and... love, and rage. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's one more. Oh. And it's uh, what they say at the, the beginning of or sort of the end of the beginning um, titles, like when they're giving credits out. Pierce Brosnan as Ian Fleming's James Bond. It's fine. Yeah. James Bond 007. Yeah. Ian Fleming. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. It's now time for the Canopsis. Please give us your Canopsis uh, Cannabis Keenan.
2: Well, I should have wrote it. I forgot again. I've oh, been being lazy. You're fine. But
0: it's the IMDb Anopsis.
2: This time from user Simon. Thank you, Simon. Is he Paul Simon? Is he Simon Says? Who knows? <laughs> is
0: he Simon in Garfunkel?
2: Yeah. Simon Richter. Oh, uh, that's Paul
0: Simon, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, yeah, we
2: uh, Pierce Brosnan gives one last mission as James Bond 007. Starting off in North Korea, Bond is betrayed and captured. 14 months later, Bond is set free but traded for Zhao, who was captured by the MI6. When back in when back in his world, Bond sets off to track down Zhao. Bond gets caught up in another scheme which sends him to millionaire Gustav Graves. Another MI6 agent known as Miranda Frost is also (laughs) posing as a friend of Graves. Bond is invited to a presentation held by Graves about a satellite found in space which can project a huge laser beam. It's
0: actually a reflection of sunlight.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, Icarus. Bond must stop this madman with a fellow American agent known as Jinx Johnson. (laughs) That is such a porn name. (laughs) Will Bond or while Bond tries to stop Graves and Zhao, will he finally reveal who betrayed him and die another day? (laughs) Zhou! Zhou. Jinx Johnson. What Simon, a, what a great name! Simon really like to use people's names and not, you know, nouns or pronouns about them.
0: Yeah, no, no, he or she, them or yeah. they. It's their name. Well, and it's Graves it, 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 and Zao every time. In a way, I kind of respect that. Yeah, though. that's good. I kind of like it. Good. Uh, what was the name again of the person? Simon? Simon, thank you, Simon. Yeah, Simon says. Simon says. Simon that. Simon. Cowards. <laughs> Fucking cowards. <laughs> All right, now it's time for the real bus rundown. About an hour in, where we, <laughs> hey man, at, no, you know what? I don't care. Like it's, we had eighteen facts to get through. Uh, we did, and the, and it wasn't bad content. I would stand by it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Portion of the podcast where we talk about what we liked or disliked. We give anything and everything about the film. Keenan, would you like to start, and I'll sprinkle, or vice versa?
2: Um, your call. I I don't really care.
0: Dealer's choice.
2: I I'll start then. Um, couple things to say before we get into it. Uh, this movie is uh you know like we said pierce brosnan's last bond movie but it's probably my brother's i would argue probably the first bond movie that he remembers that
0: makes sense about 20 years ago because he's what he's 24 24. now he was born in
2: 97
0: yes but he probably watched it late like 2004 2005 well
2: i think we probably let him see it as a i say we my parents probably let him see it as a five-year-old because i remember him Mm -hmm. running around and he would always call this movie dinah of the day so it's the diner of the day diner of the day um yeah so you know shout out to little five-year-old evan when he was that young love you evan yeah um but you know i did love this movie as a kid looking back at it now i see why it uh sparked him to go in a different direction yeah i think from the very first the iconic you know where he's walking across in yeah, the barrel. Yeah, they, they don't do that with Daniel Craig. They took that, and I was super pissed at, at the beginning of Casino Royale when they didn't do it. Yeah. But then seeing this one, they're they're already kind of... Like technoing the Bond theme song while he's walking across, and then the bullet getting stuck, and I was just like, and the Man, blood
0: doesn't fall. They couldn't yeah.
2: help themselves with the CG, and then it cuts right to him wind or surfing, and I was just like, my God, it's a strange,
0: yeah. it's a strange introduction too because it's not. I don't think there is any scenario where any intelligent agent or of any intelligence agency would surf into their destination. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make any it's sense. It's Clearly, just. First world Movie intelligence agencies have other ways of getting people into places undetected other than surfing. Just do a fucking halo jump or something. Exactly. There's no need to. Like, clearly they had to have been dropped somewhere to surf in. Just drop them on the beach. The surfing is completely unnecessary. Yeah. I get what but it'll be cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't
2: even that cool to watch. It wasn't. Though. It really it, wasn't. So, it's nighttime, so it's dark. And then I guess the coolest part about it was, is there at first you only see one surfer and then there's two and then there's three. You're like, oh shit, is this wave just multiplying surfers or what? Well, and here's the thing.
0: This, and again, this speaks to the ridiculousness of this film. Um, I don't, I'm not sure any of the Pierce Brosnan Bond movies, especially this one, has come remotely close to depicting what scenarios an actual MI6 agent would actually encounter. Yeah, it's almost as if they uh, the amount of violence and action sequences are greatly exaggerated for dramatic effect in entertainment.
2: <laughs> almost like that. It's
0: almost like yeah, that.
2: yeah. Oh yeah, I was saying uh, with Bond being 40, 40 years old. Yeah, he's 60, sixty years old now. Yeah, yeah, and this and year it had started year. off. It had been kind of cutting edge. It was always about the gadgets, and uh, by this time. There's, like we were saying, there were other movies that were more grounded in the spy realm that people were having fun with. Jason Bourne. The Bourne movies and everything. And I think Bond was still trying to hang on to that just, like, stupid action, you know doesn't need to have a real solid plot or Or, anything like that type thing
0: maybe they felt that that was the way to get newer viewers to bond to make the the action set pieces more um uh, elaborate so more young i don't know younger people or more people be attracted to it yeah but that's not james bond's brand like it's not the fast and the furious it's a completely different kind of movie it's more it's like jason bourne but less abrasive if that makes sense yeah
2: and as as bond has gone more serious there's been other kind of franchises that have stepped in and filled that kind of stupid action role of course, like with yeah. uh, the Expendables movies and I, I love know. those movies yeah I, I mean there's yeah but it's not James Bond it's not James Bond yeah. anymore at least uh, that movie shoot em up with Clive Owen did you ever see that one
0: uh, Paul Giamatti's in it yeah yes yeah. I have it's the
2: most ridiculous over-the-top it's pretty CG action b- some might call it dumb
0: I, but it's dumb but I, like but I liked it, it. Yeah. yeah I agree yeah um, so yeah um, I was going to say, I've never noticed until this viewing, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, about how many innuendos James Bond has with his uh, female counterparts, just within a dialogue perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the first thing I noticed is when Jinx is like, uh, he tells Jinx he's a, um, an ornithologist. Mm-hmm. She literally looks down on his dick and she goes, wow, that's a mouthful. <laughs> and she's like, Whoa!
2: The whole time. That's they, not
0: suggestive, even.
2: She was good with her comeback. She's fantastic. Him. Yeah.
0: Kelly Berry killed it. She did a great job in this. Uh, another one was uh, when Miranda Frost comes over, at whatever party they're at at the Ice Palace, and um, Jinx and James Bond are talking, and she's like, I see Mr. Bond has been explaining his Big Bang Theory. And she goes, yeah, I think I got the thrust of it. Oh, yeah. That's a good one.
2: And then the way that she, like, I don't know, when she says thrust... Like yeah, she does she,
0: something with her tongue, and it's just like, oh, my God. She really emphasizes the thrust. It's Halle very, Berry. And again, we talked about the guy goes, my name is Kill. He goes, well, there's a name to die for. There's a name to die for. I mean, there's probably 15 different bits. Like, oh,
2: right off uh, whenever at the beginning he gets in the fight with uh, the North Koreans and the hovercraft goes off of the ledge. Saved by the bell. Yeah, saved by the bell.
0: Or when I he's, mean, it's like, fuck. When he's on the plane. And uh, there's already been a window's open. Everyone's flying out of it. All the, all the <laughs> and he goes, and it's a life-threatening situation. They have not gotten the situation under control. Yeah. And Pierce Brosnan goes, "Looks like your friends have bailed." <laughs> yeah. It's just like this is not
2: the time to be making puns. Well, and then when fucking Miranda Frost back that same scene, but on another part of the plane, Halle Berry and Miranda Frost are fighting, and she's like, "I can read your every move," and then she kills her with the art of war like through a knife through chest. yeah like, oh that's so good
0: read that bitch just like god damn it man yeah that, that was back in the 2000s when like when black people had to be super sassy when they did something emphatic and they, they had to put bitch on the end oh, of yeah. it it's so like read that bitch bitch but miranda frost she just drops dead for real and also did you notice Halle berry kind of had a little bit of a lazy eye in this film i did not It was more, I noticed it in the scenes in Cuba more than anything else. It was like one eye was just a little more winky than the other. That being said, not a doctor. I could be completely making that up.
2: This is going to sound shitty of me to say, but I'm just going to be honest. I wasn't paying attention to her eyes. That's fair. Yeah.
0: That's fair. And the one thing I I didn't say that I wanted to say earlier, and I don't think we talked about it. Uh, uh, Madonna, the 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 theme song for the theme that Madonna wrote, completely underrated. This is oh, one yeah. of, this is one of the best Bond songs. I love this Bond song.
2: It, it gets you going. And she did do. I think we were talking about it before the mic seated up. We did.
0: So for the audience, uh, she did a few years before
2: this. She did beautiful, beautiful stranger for, for Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, and then follows it up with this banger from a James Bond song. Two good Madonna songs. Also if you ask very me.
0: meta. And I I big Madonna fan. Uh, the one thing about Madonna, which is strange, she's one of the like, one of the only pop stars I've ever noticed, like globally known, uh, well-renowned pop stars. That uh, she, I don't want to say she didn't age well, but she always looks older than she is. Yeah. Like in this movie, when you saw her, she also I think it's the first. I think it's the first um, artist to make a cameo in a Bond film who also wrote the theme. I'll go with it. Could be wrong. I I'll think that's true it. though. And but it's just like when I even. 20 years ago, when I saw in this movie, this movie's 20 years old, I'm like, oh, she does not look young.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> thought she looked, yeah. She's
0: 43 in this film. Let's be real, she looks 50. Yeah. Oh, well,
2: wh- Why? while we're talking about ages and 43 and 50 and stuff, uh, so Pierce Brosnan was 49 in this movie, and I think he looks pretty old. It was his last outing as James Bond. He looks about 45, I think. He doesn't look as old as I remembered him being, because I remember... Like, towards the end of Roger Moore's James Bond, he yeah. was
0: definitely he was only He was 57 in his last yeah, one. Yeah,
2: he was definitely, like, view to a kill. He's old man Roger Moore out there. It's
0: the, the, the fact that they, it, 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 I kind of, so I'll make a comparison to it, like the uh, Cry Macho, the most recent film that, Clint yeah. Eastwood released. He's a fucking walking corpse in this film. I haven't like, watched it, but you can't even believe what's happening because he's 93 years old. When I saw the Mule,
2: like a good movie, which but is, I was like, "Which he's is three years old. ago?" Yeah, I keep expect, and I don't want him to die, but I keep no, no, expecting no, that not. it's going to happen. And no. then he comes out with some other movie. Where it's
0: like you don't look like you're alive still, Clint. Bro, I watch Grand Torino. I'm like, and back in yeah, the day, back in theaters, the day, I'm like, this is gonna be the last time I see Clint Eastwood on screen. Nope. Now,
2: now you look at him there, and you're like, man, he looks young. No, <laughs> the thing is, he doesn't. I he know, looks he old
0: still as looks shit. Old. And that's 15 years ago. Yeah, he's been doing it for a long time. I, I think Clint Eastwood. You know how um, far right conservative people think that the Hollywood elite drink. Um the blood of babies to yeah. Yeah, I think Clint Eastwood does that.
2: Yeah, to stay vir- virile. viral.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm convinced that Clint Eastwood absolutely does do that. Yeah. I mean, and why wouldn't they think that when Clint Eastwood is 93 years old and still directing films? Yeah. Uh eh, the only problem with that logic is he's very conservative, but neither here nor there.
2: Well, you know, he's trying to get in it from the inside.
0: Yeah. Oh, all right, where are we at? Okay, oh, okay, so one thing I know is... All right, so remember when he gets the key to go to the underground? Yes. How does he know where to use that key? Well, I,
2: I took it to be, because whenever he gets down there, he says something to him like, oh, an abandoned bunker for abandoned agents. This is your calling card. So I took it to be that. It's just something that.
0: So agents are aware that if know, you're given this key randomly, it's to the underground bunker where uh, disavowed agents go to. Okay.
2: Because there was a little bit of that, too, when he does go to Cuba. And he meets up and he's like, I want the decados or whatever.
0: Delictados, Delectados. Delectados. The guy's like,
2: uh, universal. He's like, we don't make those anymore. He's like, Univ- universal. Talk sports. to your boss. Talk yeah. to your boss. He goes up there and the guy's like, I didn't think anybody would ever come for these. And he's like, well, it's sleeper Agent. So I, I took it to be, there was a couple different things in this movie that had just been like.
0: Okay. So much like John Wick, there's yeah. like this established culture and universe yeah. to where you understand if this certain thing happens to you, you know what to do.
2: I took it, this guy in Cuba got this box of delictados 30 years ago from yeah. some British people and was like, we're going to come and need your help eventually. At some point. the sleeper agent is going
0: to be activated with the yeah, delictados. Yeah. You're
2: going to know that that's what it cause he They don't do a good job of like emphasizing that. This was the first time watching it that I picked up on that, but it it seemed to be some sort of uh, you know activate because he's now under the radar.
0: So I did like... Uh, I. I think this was intentional. I'm not entirely positive. I want to think it's intentional. Uh, when um, when Pierce Brosnan, James Bond, is doing that virtual reality simulation, yeah. where he's shooting people, and then he's like, you know, he shoots through Judy Dench's shoulder to kill the person. Gonna I know. I wrote this down. Yes, and he's like, and, and he goes, John, Cleese goes. It doesn't involve shooting your boss. And he goes, double check the replay. You'll see it's a flesh wound. I want to think that's a nod to Monty Python. I abs it has to be a nod. I want to think Python. it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a British film. It's John Cleese. It was only
2: John Cleese's second time in a Bond movie. First time where Q's not there at all. Like he was supposed to take over the Q role. I yeah, think that had he been was the R and then he yeah. was
0: um, he was promoted to be Q.
2: Yeah. Um, which is a funny line from the last one. He's like, "Oh, this is my replacement." He's like, "Was that make him R?" Uh, you know, that's it, funny. yeah, it uh, is, yeah but in this one he does do a good job and it i do think they did that intentionally. I think so too. And I just watched The
0: that. fact that we both noticed that yeah. I think it was definitely
2: I just uh watched The Holy Grail like a month ago or so too. So, so it
0: was fresh in my mind too. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's got to be." It's Just but a flesh wound. That's one of those uh timeless comedies that's aged so well. Yeah.
2: Evan, so I tried to show it to my brother when he was probably like ten years old, and he did not find it funny Didn't at all. It. He got up and left. Yeah. So he was in town about a month ago, and I, had, we were just hanging out. I was like, "Well, we can watch this," and he he did find it funny this time.
0: Yeah. No, what it, is your favorite color?
2: Blue. No wait,
0: green. Ah.
2: It's thrown in a pit of despair,
0: or whatever. It, it's it swallows. Yeah. It's it's the best. You mean African swallows or European swallows? I don't know that. I really liked that uh, after – so there was a scene where Roseman Pike and Pierce Brosnan had to um, appear to be intimate with each other to yeah. avoid being – Put your de- back in it. To avoid being detected by the security. And then I like how they walk up to the hotel room and he's like, you better stay here tonight. Keep up the charade of us being lovers. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep up the charade. And yeah. then she just goes, okay. And, and then, then yeah. they
2: fuck. Okie okay, dokie. And she just takes her clothes off. Yeah. Like, okay. It's, it's I don't the, think this is a charade at this point.
0: The fe- That lie that he said was a charade. Yeah. If anything. Exactly.
2: I, but I do want to shout out, because this goes back to Tomorrow Never Dies, um, when, what's her name, Terry Hatcher or whatever, says to him, she's like, tell me, James, you still sleep with a gun under your pillow? And then in he this does line, he's putting a gun under his pillow, so. That was a bit of the Brosnan Bond universe. You'd think
0: after Tomorrow Never Dies, he would have learned to, like, I don't know, maybe put it somewhere else under yeah, the don't bed, know. you know? I feel like that's super dangerous. I mean, I sleep with my arms it under my pillow. It could go pillows. off. Yeah. It's incredibly dangerous. Yeah. I want to put it out there on this podcast. We do not condone sleeping with a gun under your pillow at at any time. Yeah, no, that's dangerous. And I feel like it'd be uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, my pillow, yeah. it's lit like, with, I would end up
2: feeling the gun under my head. And I also
0: sure. sleep with my hand under the pillow. Yeah. God forbid it goes. I mean, I just, yeah, you move around, you shoot yourself in the head by accident. Uh, All right, so I had gotten to the point where I was uh, see, watching the laser fight, you know, when, the, like, the, the whole oh, laser yeah. laser fight scene. I'm like, oh, God, they jumped the sh- they completely jumped the shark with the CGI. Then I saw... This, the windsurfing scene. And I was like, nope, they've jumped the Sark with the CGI now. I,
2: my, I think my line is the windsurfing is... I think that's when it gets a bridge way too far.
0: Oh, it's when he <laughs> when he takes off the roof of whatever, and, yeah. and he somehow fashions it to be a surfboard. You could
2: see, and you could see that he he knows what he's doing the whole time. Yeah, and
0: then he steals the parachute and somehow yeah. windsurfs off of a collapsing iceberg. It's the most ridiculous shit. It's it's Fast and Furious level shit.
2: And it looks so shitty CG, so shitty CG, so bad. But then when he pulls himself and like he's landing from it, it's clearly it's not, not CG, CG. Yeah, and that just makes the CG look way Way worse worse. yeah it really stands out so bad and i i wanted to ask you this so when he's first driving to iceland because i watch it um i own all the bond movies so i watch it on a disc and i was thinking maybe with streaming they might have done something better with this it's bad but when he's first getting to the ice palace and shit and you can just kind of see him from the road and you see like the big domes and shit yeah like they're so clearly cg and it's like Having framing issues because the camera is moving. Yeah. It's like the computer can, so it looks just as bad. Yeah. It almost okay. like pixelated. Yeah. Yep. Same it's thing. Just like fuck, that is clearly a computer image, that just they shouldn't have done. Like build a practical set for that,
0: or or just don't don't and do, don't have the scene in there.
2: Yeah. Or don't show. Yeah, as he's driving, don't show. Just him. don't. They don't need to be there.
0: You have a different establishing shot that's more yeah. realistic. Don't just don't put that in there.
2: Yeah. Agreed. It bothered me.
0: The last thing I have is uh the last scene is completely preposterous like they just flew this like helicopter around till they found a random hut in whatever country that they're in so they could just like fuck on a bed of diamonds oh yeah it's wild
2: and 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 some great innuendos there too where she's like leave it in leave it in don't pull it out yet and he's like oh it's a perfect fit
0: (laughs) that was the one time where i thought they kind of they breached the point where I, it was not subtle enough to where I knew they were joking immediately. Yeah. Like the other times I'm like, Oh, I, I I obviously know they're joking, but it seems more like I, I could envision them being serious about it. Like there, I was like when, when you're off camera and panning in and they're like, Oh no, leave it in, leave it. I'm like, all right, this is clearly a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of
2: reminds me of what is it? Mission impossible three. There's like the end of Mission Impossible 3 where they're in a hut like that too or something. I don't know. Uh, I
0: don't. That was the first one that J.J. Abrams directed.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Either way, that, that scene reminded me of something else. Maybe it just reminded me of this movie and it's been too long since I've seen it. But uh, who was the director of this? Somebody, something? Anyway, he did some... Uh,
0: director of this was Lee Tamahari.
2: Lee Tamahari had seen Mission Impossible 2 or he was a fan of John Woo's work, because he's got some slow motion and fast cuts and shit like that in this, too. Didn't
0: this come out around the same time Especially as it Especially in the second half.
2: Yeah, so maybe, I i don't know. I just gave that movie so much shit for all their slow-mo, so I have to acknowledge that there was some random use of slow-mo in this. Like, yeah. when Halle Berry's tied up in the laser scene and Zhao's like about to interrogate her or whatever, he's on one side of the little bed she's on,
0: and then it slow-mos as he goes around to the other side. It's like... That's unnecessary. I, you didn't need to do that. And and that's the worst part about that laser scene is when the laser's about to go into her head. And she's like, "No, turn it off. Turn it off. You can, It's so fake. You can tell. Like It looks like she's acting against nothing. Yeah. Well, it because looks terrible.
2: The, another problem with that, too, is that Zhao's already done. He tells Mr. Kill to kill her. He's like, shoot her. And he's like, I'm going to use the laser, man. But then you see Bond on the outside. So he's got to break all the way in swim under the thing like he does, yep. kill all the people, and this whole time, the guy's just slowly moving the laser. Like, I don't know. But isn't that also... Those a,
0: lasers move super fast. But isn't the murdering via the laser also a callback to the man... Uh, uh, go, Goldfinger. Gold Goldfinger? Yeah. Where he's like, I don't expect you to know, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. You expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond. I, I expect, expect you, you to, to die. die. So that yeah. was that was clearly a, re- a reference or an homage, if yeah. you will.
2: And I I mean, this movie didn't hide the fact that it was doing callbacks because when he goes down to the bunker you see all of the fucking old tools that he had from all the other bond movies yeah this was definitely the here's the 40th anniversary of james bond type thing you let's know?
0: let's pay homage to all these different james bond references yeah. and i thought it was kind of good i don't know i i didn't i didn't hate this movie yeah i really didn't uh there's a couple
2: things that i do want to touch yeah i'm on.
0: done so whatever you've got please hit me
2: um i i don't know if i finished this point earlier, but so Pierce Brosnan was forty nine in this. Daniel Craig is gonna be had No Time to Die came out last year like it was supposed to, he would have been fifty one. And I just think Daniel Craig at fifty one still looks more fucking infid James Bond than Brosnan did at forty nine back in this one.
0: Well again, I think that is uh, speaks more to as we've progressed as a society like we yeah, can, you we, know. we we're better at we have more products that help us age more gracefully. We yeah. have better diets that make and us Pierce Brosnan
2: yeah. doesn't look like shit in this movie by no, but any like, means but
0: here's the thing though when he was getting off that hospital bed in the beginning i'm like he didn't look that great
2: yeah no i mean <laughs> he looks he looks thin and the whole hospital bed thing too i think's weird he's trapped in that glass room yeah. and, and i don't know that
0: but when daniel craig's walking out of the ocean in that crazy tight swimsuit in casino royale i'm like yeah. that guy's fucking shredded yeah pierce brosnan's just like that guy's in good sh- he's fit. Yeah, he's very suave. He's suave. He's very suave. He's got some. He's got that Austin Powers type chest hair and stomach hair yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's
2: a hairy man. Yeah, but the I feel like it had to have been a wig and a fake beard, right? Like mm-hmm. I thought that looked like shit.
0: When I was doing trivia, yeah, he had to spend four hours in uh, hair and makeup every morning t- before he shot those scenes. Oh my god,
2: just don't, just don't do it because it didn't look that great. You're spending that much. Time hey, no, it in looked it. Like, like he was in hair and makeup. It did not yeah. look like
0: it was like I was like, did he, it, I wasn't looking at it thinking did he grow? it? I was like, he didn't grow.
2: No, that. he definitely didn't grow
0: that. He, that, that looks like spear gum glued on shit. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then that whole until he gets back to looking like Bond, I just think it looks fucking weird.
0: Yeah, no, it's not great.
2: Um. I do want to ask about Icarus,
0: so the... flew too close, too close to the sun. I get that, yeah. It's,
2: it's a second sun and all that shit, yep. but this is just a private citizen that, I guess, decided, I'm going to make this second sun type thing, and nobody gave him any shit for it the entire time. Like, that would cost a lot of money. Yep. Um, I know Bezos and Elon Musk, they're flying to space and shit like that now, but you think if Bezos was like, I'm going to make a second sun, nobody would be like, ah, maybe don't do that.
0: Yeah, I think, up. I think there'd be some governments involved being like, so what What are you going to do with yeah. the second son? How are you going to make it? just seems a little ridiculous that they let it get that far, that he's just building the
2: super weapon. But yeah, no, it would be hard to do it in Suspension of disbelief. but too, I get I it. Yeah. yeah, you know, whatever. Suspension of disbelief in that. And then uh, last thing, though, that I want to shout out to is how could you forget or how could we all forget about the uh, 007 Thunderbird? edition yes. that came from this movie.
0: That was and those those cars uh I remember thinking when I that was the first time I saw that new Thunderbird. It was again 01, 02. Yeah. And one of my neighbors had one and he had it for like 20 years. And honestly, not a great Thunderbird. Yeah, no. Uh, I remember at the time thinking it was
2: really fucking cool. And especially I went to an auto show uh, when they had the seven edition. Yeah. Got to sit in it. Had James Bond leather things everywhere. Thought it was the shit. Looking back on those cars now I'm like ah not the coolest car.
0: It's almost like they tried to make it look like a '50s Thunderbird, but in the worst way possible. They had all the 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 weakest and lamest uh, attributes of the '50s yeah. Thunderbird.
2: It's it's too like bubbly. Yeah. It's almost like a PT Cruiser and a Thunderbird. Yeah,
0: version. I, yeah, I, that that model did not age well.
2: Yeah. But when that when Jinx pulled up in that, I was like, "Oh my god!" I remember that being a thing. That was around big, this time.
0: Yeah, that was a cultural phenomenon for a couple of years. Yeah. at that time in the early two thousands, yeah. it was like if you have one of those Thunderbirds, like you were somebody.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the, but the coolest car is that Aston Martin. Aston Martin. I think that's fucking badass.
0: Yeah that that Aston Martian
2: is Aston Martian. The, that, they call it the Vanquish. We call it the Vanish. We call it the Aston Martian. Aston. He target-seeking shotguns.
0: Anyway. All right. Do you know what time it is? It's time for Tipsy Trivia. Ooh. About the same time. Yeah. This is the portion of the podcast where we have five trivia-based questions from the film. If Keenan gets three of the five correct, I have to shotgun and he doesn't. If he gets less than three correct, I have to... He has to shotgun and I don't, but inevitably we will all end up shotgunning. Number one. number Eins. Which former Bond publicly voiced their displeasure regarding the 20th Bond outing? Was it, was it A, Timothy Dalton? Was it B, Sir Roger Moore? Was it C, Sir Sean Connery? Or was it D, George Lazenby? Ah. Uh, I'm going to say Roger Moore. It was B, Sir Roger Moore. He right. cited the Invisible Car and the weak CGI as a low for the franchise. You know what? Good on you, sir Roger Moore. Roger Moore was I mean, back in the day, I could see him being like, "No, the CGI is great." He was like, "No, the CGI is shit." <laughs> yeah. He wasn't fooled by the CGI. Like he was he, would, he he saw the in the future. He's like, "No, this is going to not age well." Yeah. He was right. All right. He was right. Number 2. Over under 5 months, how long did it take to construct the Ice Palace? Under over,
2: six months. I was, thought it was going to be under because I thought it was all going to be CG bullshit.
0: No, they, they actually they spent six months constructing that ice palace. All right. I, is it still there? Uh, no, I'm sure no. Uh, I, well, I maybe it is. I don't know. All right. I don't know that I'd stay there. I wouldn't. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I meant to say this during while we were the Real Bus Rundown. <laughs> Why is an ice palace? A, there's a terrible idea.
2: They say something, too, about, like, oh, there's a fine balance or the human element means that the heating and cooling needs to be perfect like nah, that's fuck
0: the all that. dumbest shit i've ever heard <laughs> yeah. i you know I, don't get me wrong i like to stay in an ice hotel and put the dac the down to you know 65 or 60 for sure yeah i don't want to sleep surrounded by literal ice i don't want to yeah. sleep on an ice bed fuck that yeah fuck that shit i i do
2: want to say while we're talking about the ice palace and real or fake i wrote this down but forgot to say it one of the worst lines from this movie back to the laser scene he's like let me in on you <laughs> z- zow says Ow. let me let you in on a little secret. This mine is fake, but the lasers are real. And I was just like, God damn, that's so stupid.
0: So stupid. Uh, Johnny Tran. Not anyway. Your Johnny Tran. Yeah. All right, number three. True or false? False. Do you want to stick with that? No, I want to listen True or questions. false. Halle Berry's character, Jinx Johnson, was supposed to get a spin off movie, uh, a series of spin off movies. False? It is true. Oh, MGM pulled the plug on the project after poor box office performances from female-led action movies like Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life, and Charlie's Angels.
2: Okay, I, I mean, I, I liked Charlie's Angels. I when mean, I was and, a that, kid.
0: and again, that got a sequel, so I don't know how poorly they actually performed. Yeah. Well, but, well she ended up being Catwoman, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, that <laughs> worked out. Yeah. Number four.
2: Number Fear.
0: True or false? This movie is widely disliked in South Korea uh true it is true yeah mostly because there's a love scene where love making was done too close to a statue of buddha
2: are you serious yeah oh wow
0: uh koreans in general have a big problem with that
2: they don't have a problem with the uh big fucking space laser no 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 blasting towards but, their no, country you just, you
0: just can't fuck near a statue of buddha okay well that's unfortunate i mean it makes
2: sense you think the buddha would be all about it
0: yeah i mean i can't imagine i don't know why buddha would be against you know
2: i don't know anything about buddhism i guess but i don't either buddhism
0: but but ism, bud ism. Yeah, you know, that, it's your kind of religion. <laughs> you know, Rastafarian. <laughs> all right, number five. Over under five weeks. How long did it take to shoot the two minute ice chase sequence? Over under four weeks. God damn it! <laughs> but it, did, it took a whole month to shoot two minutes of film. It's crazy. That
2: is crazy. I mean, they're probably slipping out all over the place, spinning out, cars
0: going I, under sure the ice. It, I'm sure it was difficult to film. Yeah, I don't doubt that. And. But, Kind of cool. Seeing him walk around, you know, drive around like that. It was. I, I enjoyed that sequence. Yeah. I, I did enjoy it.
2: Yeah. I questioned Zao not putting the roof up on his why, car. Why do
0: you keep saying Zao like Christopher Walken? I don't know. From uh, the dead zone. I don't know.
2: Because I started doing it when I was reading the thing. And I, it was and again, I liked it. I was I, going I, to see if you kept on doing yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Oh. Oh. Zao.
0: Zao. Zao. Talking to my guy. Zao. All wrong. It's the Wrong tone. Oh Anyway. All right. Drinking Buddies. This is the portion of the podcast where we choose a character, not an actor, but a character from the film that we would get irresponsibly shit-faced, drunk, fucked up, shy if you will. And I will with Keenan, who is your drinking buddy?
2: I'd be lying to myself if I didn't say James Bond. It's fair. I'm no. drinking with Bond, James Bond. We're I like it. Smashing martinis and women and, you know, heads.
0: Yep. No, no, no. I completely agree with that. I think it's a great choice. Yeah. I'm going to go with Dame Judi Dench. Really? I am.
2: But you're not drinking with the Dame Judy Dench. You're drinking with M.
0: That's a good point. M. Yeah. So, but, okay. So that kind of, I think I am choosing Dame Judy Dench then. So I can't do that. Yeah. All right. You can uh, drink with
2: Money Penny. She seems like she's horned up and ready to go. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. She, well, but according, according she to the end was, of the
0: film, it did seem like well, that. Yeah.
2: Which she was, you know, pretty much.
0: And then, again, another nice piece of innuendo. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> yes,
2: it is. Very. It's very hard. It's very hard. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was getting freaky in that machine, which makes me question what that machine does. Like, did John Cleese program a version of yeah. that to where...
0: I don't think we want to dig too deep into yeah. that because clearly it doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah, okay. You uh, can just
0: get people to do whatever uh, you want. All right, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go with Damian Falco. Okay. Smoking cigarettes and... Do you, you think, do you think – yeah, no, yeah, he's got that no-nonsense attitude. Do you think he's related to Shane? Do you, it's like Shane's older brother who got into the C, or the, the Ooh, NSA. Ooh,
2: that's good. Yeah, yeah it's, probably it, so.
0: So it, Shane and Damian grew up together. Shane uh, went for football, ended up, you know, losing the Sugar Bowl in 99. Yeah. Cost me a lot of money. Cost everyone a lot of money. Got a yeah. second chance, you know, with the Washington Sentinels. And then his brother was just, say you know, was in the NSA helping Halle Berry – or sorry um Jinx Johnson yeah do whatever she needed to do to save the world
2: yeah man what a crossover event that'd be a great the one yeah. we needed
0: they they came out pretty close to each other too that's true yeah, yeah they that did. could work out that could work out footsteps falco's older brother footsteps falco um and uh uh, 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 uh I got nothing for Damien. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> oh my god Rotten Tomatoes over under I will set the critics for this film at a 55% over 56. All right. Audience, I'll set at a 45 percent under 41 percent. All right. IMDb is a 6.1. I don't understand that. Like, it, it's the. I don't get it. A 6.1 is pretty good on IMDb. Yeah, and it's got terrible reviews on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't. It's the, the scales wonder, are different.
2: I wonder if it is the lowest rated Bond movie though. I don't know. People hate Quantum of Solace too, but I don't hate that one.
0: Oh, we're gonna look it up right now because I think it. I think it's close.
2: Yeah, people do not like Quantum of Solace. But I think that movie is misunderstood.
0: No, I, I think it's boring. You've got to watch it as good. a
2: sequel to Casino Royale. I did, and I still And I, in that sense, by. it's really good. Olga Kirilenko or whatever, she's good. I guess. They got the throwback to the chick, uh, she gets covered in oil in that one. Yeah, I remember. You know?
0: All right, uh, Ryan's tomatoes on Quantum of Solace. Uh, now it's higher, it's, really. It's Sixty-four from the critics, fifty-eight from uh, the viewers. Let's go IMDb. Let's see what it gets. My body, I gotta take up the system. I'm gonna close my body now. Uh, that. Quantum of Solace got a. Oh, so yeah.
2: It's higher than this one.
0: Yeah. yeah, Not the worst performing Bond movie. Which, hot take, I like this movie better than Quantum of Solace.
2: I'd probably, I still probably like Quantum of Solace better, but I liked this movie. I still had fun. I'm going to give it a two and a half beers out of five.
0: My uh, Real Buzz ranking is the the exact same. Yeah. Two and a half out of five beers. I I had fun with it. I was going to give it a two initially, but I enjoyed it way too much to not give it a two and a half.
2: There were parts that I was dreading. That I ended up not dreading as much.
0: Absolutely. You know? I completely agree.
2: And I think uh, I already kind of gave him the shout out, but I do think Toby Stevens is a good Bond villain in this. He's, he is. He's swarmy and he's annoying and he's you got don't that pretentious like swarmy yeah.
0: Brit kind of. Of course, he's a fucking villain. That smile he's got. His face? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm going to punch You the, hate his face. Very punchable face. Yeah.
2: But. As an actor, he does a great fucking job. No, he does. Uh yeah. Toby
0: Stevens, King, That's a great job.
2: Sleep when I'm dead. That's a bad Toby Stevens impression. But.
0: Yeah, it was more Australian. Yeah. Oh, sleep when I'm dead. Alright. Oh. All right. That does it for episode 98 of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz2. Keenan, take us out. I'm gonna take off my
2: pants now
0: we are the real buzz crew and we
2: review the best of the worst for you
0: this concludes our broadcast day
2: or am i
1: oh thank you